What's up, everyone? Welcome back. We are finally back. This is the Manly Tech Podcast. Um, it's been quite some time, but we're here. We're starting again. Season. This is officially the beginning of season two. Before we kind of did season two, but then uh, we didn't really get to go far from that. But now this is the actual start of season two of the Manly Tech Podcast. It's been probably like a few, almost like a year now, right? I think it's been a year actually, which is kind of sad. But you know what? Life happens. Yeah, like life happens. But we're back, and we're not going to go away this time. We're going to stay. We're going to stick with this. Um, and we have a lot to talk about because so much things has happened in the tech world since we last really spoke, and then like. But most importantly, we're going to talk about the Google I.O. event that happened at the time of this recording yesterday. Um, and that was a very, very um, good event. I don't say it was a good event. Personally. Yeah, I think it kept us on our toes for sure. But, like, they spent the first hour just talking about AI. The yeah. whole entire time, it was just artificial intelligence, everything. I was seeing people on YouTube, like, not YouTube, on Twitter, like, uh, all right, AI is cool, but can we, can we get to the stuff we actually want to hear about? I was right? like, I agree, like. AI is very, very cool. Like, I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a lot of different stuff coming up with AI, but we all want to see the fold. <laughs> right? That's that's all we care about. Like, don't even show me the pixel, like, A, whatever that's called. I only wanted to see the fold. And they took forever to even lead up to it. Like, that, the drag was crazy, but it did keep me watching. It did, yeah. It, it did keep me watching, too. I was just like... Uh, first we got to talk about the 7a then we got to talk about the tablet okay finally we got to the fold um but it was well worth the wait i would say because the device actually looks pretty cool you know i want it like as <laughs> soon as they announced it last week i was like oh yeah i need it and then i watched the video yesterday i was like yeah okay let me order it right now but i'm trying to be smart you know with the, with the money but they really did something different with that phone like, it kind of gives me the Microsoft Duo vibes, which, you know, you mm-hmm. used to have, but you did yeah. get rid of it. Um, I don't know. It, it just looks so sleek. It looks like it's realistic in terms of having a foldable. Yeah, 100%. That's one of the first things I saw when I was watching NKB. Wasn't it NKBSD? No, I was watching Lou later, um, Unbox Therapy video, and he was like, the way it folds and closes down, there's like no gap. And that's something that, that the Microsoft Duo has. So it, the design language kind of takes like the duo and takes the samsung folder and actually make a foldable that looks like it's usable i mean not that samsung fold isn't usable but like it just looks way better because the first of all the, the screen on the outside is is like a big screen <laughs> so that's something that samsung has not done yet um and then no clue when they're ever going to do that so that's that's one plus um and that's kind of remind me of i think it's the, uh, Oppo, one of those oh, yeah, the Oppo people. Find yeah. like, 2, I mm-hmm. think that's what it's called. I like that. If I could get that in America, I would have bought that already. But unfortunately, I can't get it. So my only options are Samsung, Apple, and now Google. So I guess I got to get the Google Folds. That's what I think. Yeah, I, I, I wish it was so much easier to get like Hawaii, Apple phones in America because like if they if those phones were released in America, I think they will honestly probably take out some smaller company. Like Motorola will probably be gone. OnePlus at this point is like falling apart. Um, so they'll probably <laughs> be gone. And honestly, they might rival Google <laughs> with the right marketing. So, um, but yeah, like. I think the fold looks good. At first, I wasn't a fan of the bezels, but after watching, I'm someone who could be easily convinced, and MKB <laughs> convinced me that uh, the bezels are there for good reason. It makes the phone actually usable when it's open. Um, so I can't really complain about that too much now. But 
I, I I like it. If I didn't just buy the Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra, I probably would would have got this, <laughs> quite honestly. See, that's what I'm like thinking about. I have no intention of like upgrading my iPhone. I'm just going to stick with the 13 Pro until it literally dies. <laughs> but my Z Flip 4, while I love it, I'm sick of the screen like lifting. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I should just get the Fold. Like it's only going to take a month really to wait for. I, I'm okay with that. They're throwing in the watch like... I'm really tempted to just say yes. Throwing in the watch is such a small idea, and that like makes the price well worth it. Right. Um, like, honestly, the price should just throw in a couple of airbuds, <laughs> the pixel buds to call it a day, but I won't get too greedy now. But um, yeah, throwing the watch made that a fantastic deal because Samsung would never, <laughs> never do that. No, Samsung, I mean, they give you good stuff. Like, if you're a first yeah. day person, like, you'll get the watch for free and stuff like that. Apple never has anything like that. They're like, you'll buy the phone or you won't, you know? (laughs) But Samsung and Google, those incentives are really what gets me. I'm okay with being a guinea pig. Like, everyone on Twitter is like, oh, my God, the phone's going to be trash. I don't care. I'm getting a free smartwatch with it. Like, it doesn't matter to me. And I have my iPhone. So I feel like regular consumers, they're not really the ones for this phone. And I I think we've said that before with foldables. But tech people, we need to buy this phone. That's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like maybe you should buy it. I should buy it. Let's, <laughs> let's just buy these folds. And I think I don't really think it's going to be a bad phone because people who will say it's going to be trash and stuff like that, I think it's actually going to be pretty good for multiple reasons. Like one, like the Pixel line is already pretty good. Like, yeah, the Pixel, what was it? Pixel 6 line was a little bit iffy with some glitches and stuff like that. But Pixel 7 fixed a lot of those issues and it was a better phone. Um, and the fold is better off of that generation, and like the camera's gonna be great. Um, the uh, and the, ca- the camera being good is actually a really big thing because if you think about it, Samsung's foldables, don't always have the flagship cameras, but Google put the flagship camera in it, so that's a big difference. Um, right at the bat, and like, um, along with that, the tensor chip is, is, is good, you know, it's not Snapdragon Gen 2 good, but um, it's it's good enough, you know. Um, right. And like, like I said, that opening screen to me, that's like, that's what knocks it out the park is that the fact that you have a usable big screen device in the front of the phone when you don't have that with Samsung options. So, um, and a lot, another thing too is like, now that Sam Google makes their own foldable Android for foldable devices and like, um tablets is actually going to be usable it's actually going to be good for once so that's a really big thing here right and i think a lot of people are hung up on this is google's first foldable phone but it's not the first foldable phone in the android market so like Mm -hmm. back then it made sense where you were like oh my god i don't believe this is going to be great but google if they were smart were paying attention to all the things that people were like we hate about foldables and then gave us this product you know, and the software, I have no complaints in terms of like software for foldable phones. I have the Z Flip 4. I honestly like it. And I use the labs thing so that, you know, it tests out everything first. Mm. I I kind of want this phone. Like I, like I said, I'm okay with being a guinea pig. I really am. Like, it, yeah, the price is a little steep. And I did not think they were going to do 1800 I really was like, oh, they're going to go under because they usually do with all their phones, especially their flagships. But because of everything they're throwing into it, it seems like it's worth it. Yeah, I'm just happy it's not two thousand. <laughs> I think at that point, <laughs> that would have been like, all right, no, I'm good. <laughs> right? Skip that. I I honestly think it might be worth it. I'm still going back and forth because you know we're trying to be smart with the money, but mm-hmm. 
I'm really thinking about getting this phone. I don't know what's happening. Android has just really got me all in love. You know, I'm not going to be like, I'm not an Apple fangirl anymore, but I think I'm team Android. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I said this, I think when we did record it, or we talked about this before, but um, I don't know if it was the last episode we did, but I remember I said, I'm not going to get any iPhone upgrade this year. Looking like I'm going to get a Pixel upgrade, like an Android upgrade, because honestly, Android is looking... I don't know if it's just Apple fatigue, but Android is looking like very, very appealing <laughs> these days. I don't know what it is. It could be Apple fatigue. It, just, it could just be the fact that I'm tired of the iPhone design. I'm tired of the lack of upgrades. But something about Android devices, I'm not even just talking like Samsung or Google, but like almost every device comes with something unique and different. And it's just making me more interested in like want to explore Android more than I want to use like more apple products and sam like if you was to switch over from like completely like go to a complete android setup like a samsung fold a laptop like headphones like you do get things like sharing files easily like airdrop you, you do get those integrated technologies and so like there's really like there's no reason why people shouldn't switch you know like you're not really giving up much besides FaceTime and iMessage and like and of course it's alternatives and stuff like that but I understand getting people to use alternatives is is a little bit harder but you know they are out there I think that we're coming from this the standpoint like our generation was shown Android versus Apple right you were Mm -hmm. either team Apple you were cool if you had Android they were like oh you don't have money which wasn't even true because everything costs the same And they had it pointed as like this extreme luxury to get an iPhone. Like you were super cool. Now we're at the point where we're like, okay, Apple is cool and all, but Android actually takes risks. And I think having that ability to do so, it's adapting with the world. You know, everything is changing. So why can't our phones change? Why is it that Apple just keeps giving brick phones? Like Steve Jobs would be so disappointed. Let's be honest, he's rolling (laughs) over in his grave. He's so disappointed in the company, and I honestly don't blame him. I'm not going to be like, Apple sucks, but Apple's not taking risks, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Apple has not taken the risk with their phones since the notch. (laughs) (laughs) I think the notch was the biggest risk they took in terms of, like, changing the way phones, like, operate look like they have like they implement small future changes but like those small changes aren't really like they're not exciting i think like the only way you can really innovate with a phone at this point in time is a foldable device i think and if they don't do it then like they're falling behind you know in terms of innovation um and i just hope that they do it soon or at least like the next three years because like we need it you know we need something different. Right. Everyone's getting bored and it's unfortunate, but like their biggest thing, it's not even the dynamic island. I swear it's colors. They're like, oh, we're going <laughs> to give you more colors this year. Who cares? Buy a skin, buy a phone case. Like that doesn't make a difference to me. But having phones with styluses and phones that fold and it gives you the experience of having like a tablet or it fits in your pocket, like those things are exciting to me. So while I don't need a fold, right, I'm really considering a fold because it's innovative. And I also like the fact that it seems like it could actually like fit in my purse or my pocket. Like as a female tech person, Mm. I really need to take that into consideration. 
I don't want a phone that can't fit in my pocket. That's just stupid to me. But the fold is, it's, it's looking really nice. The pixel fold is looking really nice. I also love the colors. Obsidian and chalk. I would definitely go with chalk. I don't want a black phone. Um, the cases, they only have rubber cases. That's a little bit of a disappointment to me because it's an expensive phone and I want like an expensive experience. But other than that, I'm not against it. But it doesn't have wireless sharing. Like you can't share your charging. That's a little bit of a disappointment for me. I know that that, that that is definitely disappointing. I think that's something that should be in all phones by this point in time. Like, it shouldn't be a reason why they don't implement that or like wireless charge in general. That's interesting. Right. So, you know, with my Samsung, I can charge my watch using my phone. But mm-hmm. if I buy this Pixel Fold, I can't do that anymore. And I mean, I don't use it all the time. I really only use it in emergencies because it does drain your battery. But I think having that option is something that I've become so used to. I can't imagine going back. Yeah, that, I, I, yeah, I would imagine being able to not to like to have that future and not have it no more is definitely will be pretty annoying. Um, so I guess Google they like to cut ties, cut 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 ties, they like to cut costs in some areas. Like it sounds probably. One area that they feel like they could have cut costs, even though the price still is eighteen hundred dollars. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're really cutting anything, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I yeah, I think I I like the phone. You know, overall, I think it's a step in the right direction for Google to try something different and to just be you know, you know, get with the times and try to be innovative. Like, if you're not making a foldable phone, you know, what what are you doing? You know, unless you like. I should rephrase it. If you're not a top compared in the phone market and you're not making a foldable phone, what are you doing? Cause I, I don't expect someone like, I mean, even Motorola made a foldable phone. <laughs> I just, I just right. realized that. Like Apple, you know, I know you like to take your time and do things the right way, whatever you want to call it. Like they like to take their time and like refine stuff, but sometimes you just gotta go for it, you know? Yeah. And then, like, back to the Google event. So other than the phone, which is very exciting, you know, and all the updates and the customization that they're giving us, which, again, generated AI wallpaper, that Mm. was so exciting to me. I was like, oh, my God, I need that now. First off, no one's getting it until they get the phones out. They're not saying that this is an overall Android update. It's literally just for Google. So I'm a little upset with that. And it kind of makes me want to get the phone even more because I'm like, ooh, exclusivity. But AI for literally everything, they have it for Google Docs. They have it for Google Slides, the Google Sheets. Like, I'm surprised by how much AI was already being used with all those products. But now that they're really forcing it and implementing it even further, I'm interested to see how it's going to turn out. Yeah, same here. Like, the biggest one for me is that Gmail helped me write AI feature. Like, write in thank you emails after, like an interview or like writing refund emails, anything like that, that's just going to like help you so much. <laughs> like that's going to be amazing to have. Uh, that's that's going to be a really great feature. Right. I think that's the only, no, there's also how they're taking like Google slides. And then if you don't write, like, what is it? The little notes at the bottom, mm. it'll summarize everything you've already put together and then come up with speech notes. That's really cool to me. So basically, you're it's using your own ideas and just putting it in a different format. I think that's exciting. I think I wish I had that when we were in college. Like, come on, that would have made life so much easier. But I am a little hesitant about Bard 
the mm. way that the lady was describing it, it sounded like Bard was alive. And I told you that. I was yeah. like, this is really creepy. I'm not 100% on board with AI being implemented in everything. I do see the benefits, but I also can see why it can harm society. Like, we're already watching all the writers strike for Hollywood because mm-hmm. they're also talking about using AI to just replace writers. I don't think that you can actually do that. AI is only as smart as you make it. So Google really forced this idea of being responsible and being bold and how there's a tension between that. I like the fact that they're taking responsibility as like their first action before they do anything else, but they're not the only ones with AI. Like everyone is developing their own version. So while Google might choose to be responsible, that doesn't mean that like say Samsung or Apple or Hawaii or OnePlus is going to make the same decision. Yeah, some like so, there's gonna be some company out there that's like you know a company run ran by like an Elon Musk, for example, someone who doesn't care about society and just want to do what they want to do for their own pleasure, and they're gonna make something that's is AI controlled and it's gonna be something that's gonna end up being very dangerous um, to like online and digital and like society, and and I think that's when that happens is like. It's gonna hurt everyone <laughs> in the AI market because like, at that point it's probably gonna be a lot of laws and stuff like this to like limit this stuff. And I already see it happening with like um, music groups want to ban AI music, which I think is just funny because like it's harmless. <laughs> like AI, I think AI music is harmless. Like I don't think that's a big deal, uh, but apparently you know people don't like it. Um, it's interesting to see how like. How alive AI is gonna get? I'm thinking like when I was watching this um Silicon Valley, and then like in one of the episodes they had they had like an AI chatbot that pretended to be someone, and then they had like two AI chatbots speaking to each other, and then like through then to through both AI bots speaking to each other, kind of like broke the whole system, um, and they got too smart, and so I'm just like something weird is gonna happen one day. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to happen though. Oh, yeah. Did you see that the dude who created, like, AI, he's, like, the head of everything, he said it was an abomination and he wished he never made it? <laughs> if that doesn't scare people, I don't know what will. Yeah, so something's going to go terribly wrong at some point, and people's going to be, like, freaked out, and it's probably going to, I don't know. I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the day when they put, like, you know, they have those robots that look human-like. Once oh, yeah, start, those are creepy. <laughs> once they start putting AI in those things, it's over. It's over society at that point. I would not trust that. I honestly think we're almost there. Because yeah. the way that everyone has started implementing AI into literally everything that they can think of, like, I'm kind of scared. But you need humanity in order to create artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. So there's that weird balance and how to, like, figure out the way that we're not really relying on it for everything. It's only a tool to assist. I mean, I don't think that's what's going to happen at all. I think we're going to just rely on it for literally everything and become super lazy, like in Wally. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like it's going to be interesting to watch how everything unfolds. Yeah, I think really, yeah, we live in an exciting time. It's honestly pretty cool that we got to see the stuff developing out like our lifetime, like um, which is pretty cool to see. So I'm excited to see where it goes. But you know, of course, there's like that little voice in the back of your head just like how is this gonna go is it safe are we gonna be okay at the end of this but you know um i'm excited to see what happens but yeah i just i, I would love to see how i was to try to use ai to write a show because it's gonna be so bad and they're gonna regret it so much and 
I want to see someone be stupid enough to try it out, but um, support the Rider Guild and, you know, hope they get what they want. They're only asking for a 3% raise. Did you see that? Only 3%? And they don't want to give them that. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> right? Like, come on. Be bold. Ask for 25 Like, they can afford it. <laughs> they really could. Like, he, he, Netflix, Google, all these, all these production companies, they can't afford to pay writers more, and they're just being cheap. So, um, you know, that's just the way these corporations work in, these, in, in this day and age, sadly. Right? And I think it's so sad because, like, Netflix, while Netflix is great, they keep raising their prices and they're like, oh, it's because mm-hmm. we create original shows. Well, aren't you paying creators to create those original shows? Like, why are they not getting their cut? You're charging us more money, so they should be getting paid more. Yeah, this like, they raise the money. YouTube TV raised their prices and I'm just like, this thing costs as much as a basic cable plan. So why am I paying this for this right now? And I'm about to cancel my YouTube TV because I'm not paying $74 a month just to watch TV. Um, I'm sorry. There's other ways to get get your television um but yeah all these streaming services out there now like all of them are costing like 15 dollars or more uh, except for like something that may cost like five bucks but like the streaming wars have got terrible like there is terrible now <laughs> you might as well just get cable again <laughs> i mean yeah that would be great but that's never gonna happen like yeah, people no. like the ability to really choose and create like their own packages the only thing I pay for right now is Peacock, and it's a dollar ninety nine. So like, yeah. that's not going anywhere. I thought about paying for YouTube TV, but it sounds like it's a waste of my money, so I won't be doing that now. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Like, it's a good service. Like, I love the service. It's just like I only watch maybe like two or three shows live, and I'm just like revealing to myself, I don't need to pay seventy two dollars a month to watch three shows. <laughs> I can find other ways to watch them. Right, um, watch so. on YouTube. Yeah, there's there's other ways out there. Um, But yeah, so also in the Google press conference also that they talk about was the thing I'm probably the most excited about was the Pixel tablet. You know, they showed it off previously at one of the other events, but they actually introduced it um, with the release date and the price. And it's their tablet that docks to a speaker, sort of like one of the Nest Hubs. Um, And it only costs $500, which I think is very, very cheap for a tablet of this sort. Um, what are your thoughts about that? I want it, right? That's a whole nother issue. As soon as they announced it last year, I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to be revolutionary. I need it instantly. However, it's only $500. And for some reason, that price tag unnerves me. Like, why is it only $500? Mm -hmm. Why are you including the base hub with it for $500? Like, I don't know why having such a cheap price tag is concerning to me. But it makes me wonder, what are the things that it's lacking? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I that's, that's one of the things I'm like, no, I haven't seen any, I don't think there's any like actual reviews out there yet. Um, so I'm holding off because I want to see how the speaker actually sounds because my little, I have one of the mini Nest Hubs, the small one, and it's good enough for a kitchen. It sounds, it sounds decent enough. It's nothing, it's not going to blow you away. Um, so I'm just going to see like, how is the sound quality going to be? Because, like, if the sound quality is not amazing, then I'm not going to buy such full price. I'm just going to wait for a sale. Because, you know, Google products always go on sale. So, it's, like, almost no reason to really go buy this immediately. Um, because it'll probably be, like, 450 in, like, a few months. Maybe um, even less. Maybe even 200 Like, yeah. let's be honest. Their prices always go down so drastically. Like, that's another thing that's holding me back from buying this phone. I know full well it's going to go down in price very soon. So mm-hmm. 
do I jump on it? I don't know. But I also have a Google Nexus Hub, the one with the screen in my room. Mm-hmm. And when it first came out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It's going to be life-changing. I hate Google Homes. They suck. <laughs> they never want to work. They don't listen. Like, I don't understand what the issue is. Sometimes they talk back and they have attitude. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to have, like, a bigger system in my house. Like, I don't know if it's really necessary. Yeah, like... I, I like I like I don't use mine too often. So I'm cooking and I just need to like ask a quick question, or have a timer, or listen to music. But there's times where I'm not in the kitchen, I'm in the living room, I'm watching TV, and it goes off by itself and starts talking. I'm just like, no one is talking to it. I don't like that. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Um, but I, I I like it over say like an Echo device. I don't really like. I hate Echoes. I don't like an Amazon. Any Amazon product that has like Echo or Dial, whatever, I don't really like them too much. Um, I love the HomePod, um, but Apple has, doesn't have a screen attached to it. But there's a rumor that they might make one with a screen. So honestly, maybe I might just wait for that. Um, but then waiting for Apple comes with the Apple tax, so it probably costs like $800. So <laughs> that's something to also think about <laughs> um, in that case. But um, yeah, I think I might. I might get it. I think I'm. I probably. I'm going to wait for a sale. I'm going for reviews, but I think I'm going to get. It. I do like the fact you could take the tablet off. You know, you could dock it back. It'll always say charge, uh, which is like one of the good things about it. As long as you put it back on the dock, um, and I think it could be pretty. I think it could come in handy. This is something that I wish Apple would do with like the basic iPad because like that would be a good use. A good use of it, um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna see how this actually goes and see, you know, is it worth my hard-earned money? Right, but I think what's really interesting to me is that during their presentation this year and last year, they were like, "Oh, you buy a tablet and then you put it in your drawer and only use it like once a month, and then <laughs> when you do, it's dead." I don't know anyone who has that issue with their tablets, like. What experience are you drawing from? Because if you have a tablet, nine times out of 10, you're using it. And it's because it has a bigger screen. So like, you're going to watch videos on there. You're going to play games. Like you have all these different options. So what consumers are you pulling this information from? I've never left a tablet in a drawer. I've, I've never had the issue of like wanting to use it and then it's dead. I don't know if maybe that's because my productivity is a little bit different from other people, but that just sounds insane to me. Also, it's like a regular tablet when they first came out. It's mm-hmm. not meant to be a productivity device. It's meant to control your house. Like, again, I'm, I'm not really understanding how that would fit into my personal life, especially because, like, I use my iPad like a laptop, right? I bought the Magic Keyboard, and then I bought the, uh, the Apple Pencil. Like, you can't do those things with this tablet. Maybe if you had those options, I would be more interested. But it's literally just a regular old slab tablet. Like, I, I can't understand the full appeal to it. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those people who, like, my iPad Pro, it will probably stay dead for six months. Oh, <laughs> before my I start goodness. U- before I'm like, oh, I could use this for something. Now I actually use that. I use that as a second, a second screen most of the time for my MacBook. Um, and that's probably the best use case for me. Um, but now with Final Cut Pro, we'll, probably talk, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Being an iPad, I actually use it more. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, I think I think I I sadly fall into our market, but you got a good point with the fact that this is such a basic tablet. This is like taking a tablet from 2010 and putting a an, and putting a uh, a speaker with it. 
because right. it's, it's the most basic tab you could possibly get. No keyboard, no pen. There is pen support, um, apparently, but you know, Google is not making any, and right. they're not making any keyboards. You gotta get that from a third party. Um, so like that's an issue. Uh, and it, yeah, it's your it's your bare it's your complete bare bones bare bones tablet, and it's nothing fancy about it. You know, they're not advertising drawing on it, productivity, none of that stuff, you know, it's it's kind of just like media in a way. It's like watch stuff on it. And one <laughs> one thing that's kind of weird is like the advertise like, oh, you know, you could it's like a Nest Hub. So you can watch Netflix in there. Like, where am I gonna be in my house where I'm like, I wanna watch this? Like if it's not in the kitchen, like say it's in my bedroom, why would I want to watch TV on this compared to like my TV? or right. my phone you know like I, I, why I, I, I don't know that's not drawing me in <laughs> that's a weird standpoint right. that they had so I was like I don't know I mean I mean I, if you want a speaker attached everything is bluetooth hook mm-hmm. it up to a bluetooth speaker like I honestly I, I can't get with this product I think it's something you know maybe to want to try out right but it's not something that really fits into my personal lifestyle like maybe it'll work for you I don't know but it just it just doesn't make any sense. Like I'm still confused by the entire presentation. They built it up so well. I was definitely excited from last year into this year. But once I saw it, I'm like, okay, it's just a tablet with a speaker. Like you're not giving me anything else. They didn't even show anyone playing games on it. I wanted to point that out. Like they did not show that. They were like, oh, you can look stuff up. You can watch the cooking video. That's it. Like I, I'm really disappointed. Oh, you can edit on it okay, great. I can also edit on my phone. And if you bought a Pixel, you can also edit on that phone. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm really confused as to what the whole point is. And I think they're trying to redefine tablets, but tablets are already like mini laptops, depending on what you buy. So again, you're not doing anything revolutionary here. Like I hear where they're coming from, but it's just not hitting home for me. Another thing, another small thing that I don't like about this tablet is the fact that, uh, and this is very very small issue, but I hate when stuff starts at one twenty gigabytes. And this, is, uh, of course, this is a tab that you probably won't need to download much stuff on it. Um, but base gigabytes should always be two fifty six for anything these days because one twenty eight gigabytes is going to get eaten up so fast. It's, it's, it's insane. Um, and like I, I don't know, I just people just need to start going up from two fifty six and upwards from now on. But that's a small little issue. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is more of a statement piece in your house. You know, you put it on a bookshelf or something, you put it in your kitchen. Like, when people come over and say, oh, look, I got this cool thing that detaches. Oh, look, you know, uh, I could do this. It's like, it doesn't really seem like very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't seem very, uh, I don't know what's the right word, but I don't know if it will actually get as much use as what they're trying to say <laughs> you know right. i think it's just going to stay on that dock for most of the time for most people right and then that's stupid because like then it's not a tablet it's just a large google next hub like i'm like this is why i just don't understand um if it's a hundred dollars i'll buy it if it goes down to like a hundred i would absolutely buy it if someone sells it used i'll, I'll snatch it up mm-hmm. um but i'm not paying full price for that i'm not paying even like three hundred dollars for that i just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna wait for a uh, a sale 
and then I'll think about it then. Like I'm sure around Christmas time, the thing will probably be fifty percent off. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for the, the the Black Friday deal when it comes around because uh, yeah, I don't think it's like one of those things that you like you need to jump at and get right now, you know. And especially with Apple might make a screen version of their HomePod next year. I kind of just want to wait to see if, if Apple actually does it. Um, and if so, I'll say right, I get that because it fits into my uh, home setup way more than it would the Pixel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. Google, they did something different, right? When they came out with the Google Home Mini mm-hmm. and then the Google Hub and now the Nexus Hub. Like, it was interesting. It's revolutionary. But the Google Home app sucks. So, again, why am I investing in that? And they did say they were going to update it, but I'll believe it when I see it. Because, it, like I said, it's terrible. It never wants to work. It's not even connected to my lights anymore. It doesn't work. So, I just, I, I don't know. Google, you're not doing great with that. You're just not. So, we shall see. Yeah, that that home, that home app does suck. <laughs> like, uh, and... Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have. I have some smart lights, but I don't even bother connecting it to my my Nestle. Cause at this point, I don't trust it to even work properly. Um, so I agree there. Right. I just. I don't know. Google. I only care about the fold. I don't care about <laughs> anything else. I don't need AI for my Google search, even though I do think that's interesting. That's kind of stupid. I don't need it for Google Docs. I'm. I'm not really. I, I don't know. I was an English major, so it seems like a waste for me. Mm-hmm. But the Pixel Fold, that's the only thing I care about. I literally don't care about anything else. Yeah, the Pixel Fold looks exciting. looks like it's going to be a great device. You know, I also got the Pixel 7a. Nothing much there. It's just your know, regular A-series phone. And colors. Stuff. Don't forget in, that. In colors. They gave you colors. Like, <laughs> ooh, I could get a nice sky blue phone. Cool. I don't like the A-series, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with <laughs> yeah. you. They feel cheap. Um, they are cheap, so it makes sense. They feel like that. Um, I'm not a big fan of the A series, uh, but you know it's out there for people who need it, people who want a Pixel phone and don't want to break the bank. So there's that. Um, so that's, that was pretty much the rundown of Google I/O. You know, some interesting stuff, interesting event. Um, it made me wish that Apple would do in-person stage events again because those used to be like exciting and cool. I love the new ones that they do now too. It's just like different and whatnot um but i do like a good on-stage presence um something about it just it's just old school and very homey um and google actually did good for once in terms i know one time google just had some boring events so at least they had an interesting one today um but yeah that's pretty much that so some other things that happened this week as we kind of alluded to earlier was apple finally releasing final cut pro and logic and logic pro on 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 ipads for specifically m1 and m2 ipads for final cut and then i think a16 chip and above for logic pro um this is exciting i'm very happy about this i'm not happy about the subscription part but i'm happy that they finally launched these apps on um on on ipad because i felt like that's one thing when they switched over to the m the m chip that should have been something that was introduced immediately, but it took them like three years to do it. But at least it finally came. Um, and I'm excited to use it. I mean, like, it's exciting, but I don't even have a M1 chip running mm. iPad. I literally have an iPad from 2020. And I have no intention of upgrading because 
it doesn't make sense to upgrade a tablet every single year. Mm-hmm. They're not made for that. Um, why am I paying a subscription for something that I technically already paid for on my iMac or my MacBook? Like that, that's not working for me. I think they're being money hungry. And I hope someone figures out a roundabout way to use it without having to pay for a subscription because that's, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's like it's like paying for Adobe, you know, like you gotta pay what Adobe charges these days. I don't even freaking know. Like it could be like 20, 25 bucks to get the whole suite if you're on the student plan. And then like, you know, it's way too much money. How much? It's not even 25, it's 60. That's that's ridiculous. Uh, that, <laughs> wow. I see. I don't even know. I canceled my plan because my job ended up having an account that I could use. So I was like, oh, it's cool. I just use that. But too much money for that. Um, I also canceled because I was like, I'm not even using it anymore. I used yeah. stuff like CapCut. Like, why am I going to pay that much money? Do you remember when you used to just be able to buy one thing for Adobe mm-hmm. and have it on your computer and not have to pay a subscription? Yeah, the, like once they went to that subscription route, it was just like, all right, this is ridiculous. At first, it's like, oh, that's cool, you know. But then once you start realizing in life that you have so much bills and so much subscriptions, it's not very enticing anymore. It's just like, I don't think I need this, you know. No. And it's like, at, and at least a good thing about Final Cut Pro, at least it's only five bucks a month or fifty dollars a year. Like it could be way worse, but it's still like, why? You know, we paid if you buy if you have bought the student bundle. Which we both did for like um your Mac, that's two hundred dollars. You know you already paid two hundred dollars for this for these programs on your MacBook. Why can I not just have access to it on my iPad for free? You know, um that's annoying. I just think made a good point where she said, and I remember I remember what she said. Now she said that um back in her day, you know, in order to get like programs and stuff like that for in college, you had to pay two hundred dollars, and it was very large up costs to like get pro tools and with five dollars a month for like a college student you skip two days of starbucks you got two months <laughs> that's what she said literally. <laughs> um so i'm like when you put it that way it makes sense but it's still annoying for people who already purchase these things to have to pay again you know i don't right. like that if realistically not everyone can afford that so like even though we're gonna sit here and be like okay starbucks is five bucks it's actually not anymore it's closer to six dollars <laughs> yeah um not everyone can afford to splurge on starbucks like in mm-hmm. college, I realized that's sort of seen as a luxury for some people. And it just goes to being like, why isn't art accessible for everybody? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it should be way, like, it, sh- it, sh- it should be more and more accessible. Um, man, I remember, like, kind of buy Starbucks with the dying dollars. I paid six bucks, and that's six bucks gone. You got, like, you didn't get much dying dollars back in the day, so I don't know. Um, that's, yeah, like, I, and I, I, yeah, I just wish it was free. <laughs> like at least, right? like I just, I just wanted to be free. I don't want to pay five thousand a month. Like I, just I already give just a basic program. Like it doesn't have to have all the bells and whistles. Just mm-hmm. give them the plain basic for free, and then if they decide they want to pay more, then like that's that. A premium version, exactly. Like I canceled so much subscriptions lately, and now I'm like, great, I canceled all of these just to add another one. That's that's not that's not fun. Right. <laughs> so it's I like... just canceled Visto. Like why was I even paying for that? I don't even understand. <laughs> I was paying for that for a year and it's only like 30 bucks, but that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't even use it. What even is Visco? Like I'm still <laughs> like it, it all it all just adds up and then it's just like great, you know? Um but yeah, you know, the I, they got these apps. I I am gonna 
I probably am going to, I'm not going to buy, I think I'm probably just going to get the $50 a year, just call it a day because I don't want to pay for it a month. Uh, but I am excited to try it out and use it because there are some touch features that's in here that looks pretty cool. Um, I actually just learned that there's a multi-cam editor on um, Final Pro for Mac, according to iJustine. I'm just like, huh. When I was rec- when I was adding videos to have a top down shot, this could have been way easier. <laughs> I was <just laughs> mad at myself that I didn't know about that until today. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna try it out when it comes out, and then I'll maybe make a YouTube video about it. You know, adding on the Final Cut Pro and the iPad and see how that goes. My iPad is kind of shot; like the battery is like screwed up, where it just dies instantly. Not instantly, but it dies pretty quickly. I do have I do have application. I probably should get that checked out. But um, yeah, hopefully, that sounds like a, a issue right yeah, there. It's, it's it's a big issue. I was like, I need I need to get this fixed. Um, but I do. Luckily, I did upgrade to the M1 iPad. Um, when they when they got announced that year, so I do have that. I and I just hope this keeps supporting M1 iPad for as long as possible. Cause I do not want to upgrade because, like you said, tablets are not something you should be upgrading every year. Um, way too expensive. They're supposed to last you like. At least five. It's supposed to last you as long as a laptop basket, you know? Um, right. So, yeah. This, this is like three years, let's be honest. Laptops yeah. don't last as long as they used to anymore. They really don't. They they don't. Like, three years max, you're probably good, and then you had to upgrade. But back in the days, you could probably keep it out of, like... People kept it out for, like, maybe, like, ten years before getting the one. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the way technology is moving today... A year, even like a year or two later, you're kind of behind. Luckily, the M1 is very future proof. So, I've I've seen YouTubers like talk about like the M1 Pro is like a dangerous laptop that Apple made because like people don't need to upgrade to M2, you know, and people no. probably don't need to upgrade to M3. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I don't even have like the my biggest issues. Is I don't even have an iPad that's capable of using final cut so if mm-hmm. i if i wanted to you know I'll, I'll sit here and complain but i'll be like okay five bucks a month whatever i can't even do that on my ipad because it's technically considered outdated hey. like that doesn't even make me want to buy another ipad like i genuinely like it but why would i do that to use a, a platform like that like that's kind of that's kind of stupid and the only ipad that i've ever seen that i'm like okay i want that is the ipad mini and it's not even a, like a pro version. So it doesn't make sense for me. Like, I just, I don't understand. They just really annihilated a bunch of people from getting it. And ugh, Apple's just really frustrating me these days. I, I'm so sick of it. Do I need to buy a Galaxy Tab? Is that what needs to happen? <laughs> what's, what's crazy is like, you have a 2020 iPad. So like, that's only three years ago. Exactly. Barely. And so like, I I know they could probably support whoever a chip you know was was then on Final pro i think they 100 can i just think they don't want to <laughs> i right. think they just like and it forces you to be like oh well i guess i need to buy a new ipad absolutely mm-hmm. not there's no. nothing wrong with my ipad i will not buy another one like no, i'm good I, I don't think i need to upgrade like put put m put the m1 chip on the, on the ipad mini then maybe talk about it you know right but, uh, until then yeah <sighs> It's like, nah, I'm good. But I don't know. I'm like tempted to sell my iPad. Like between you and me, I'm I'm really considering it. I don't use it as much now that I have this laptop and it's just kinda it's it's sitting there. Like I use it for work, but other than that, it's just not worth it anymore. Sell it and then put put it towards the the, the, the Pixel phone. Oh gosh, no, not that phone again. Uh, he just so he just he just sold me on that on, on on that one. So I'm saying I think that might be the route you might have to go. 
<laughs> I might. It's just, I'm just so like over it right now. And I mean, I paid for all those apps. Like now we can have access to GoodNotes 5 and like our iTunes and iCloud account on Windows, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. But I had to pay for all those things on my iPad. Like that's the only thing that's <laughs> like, okay, if I get rid of it, I have to rebuy everything. Right. Yeah. That's the downside. That is a big downside. But you know, also, like, honestly, like, if the Samsung Tab S8 Ultra looked really nice when it came out that year, and I think the S9 probably going to look amazing, you might look into that, too, <laughs> if you want to oh, go no, into that. Samsung. Because oh. those, those Tab <laughs> series look fantastic. <laughs> they are. I actually really like it. My mom has one. I think she's, like, the 7 Plus or whatever. I love using it. And I love the feedback for the S Pen more than I like the Apple Pencil. Like, mm. I... I won't be like, I hate the Apple Pencil, but I honestly like hate the Apple Pencil in comparison, Um, especially because I do like digital journaling and stuff like that. And then I do digital illustration and that feedback, like I said, is just phenomenal. So maybe we're just going to switch into a completely Samsung ecosystem over here. Like you guys are going to have to stay tuned to find out because it sounds like that's what might happen. And make it worse, the Apple Pencil is so outdated. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) why. They had the Apple Pencil for like a good... Wow, I got the, I got the, I got my iPad in senior year class of so 2019, and it's, it's been a good almost four or five years at this point that Apple has used that second generation Apple Pencil, and we need haptic feedback in that thing like ASAP. Uh, Microsoft is doing it. <laughs> if Microsoft could do it, there's no there's no excuse. Okay, right? Even the Microsoft Pen, like I don't like my Surface Pro, like I've talked about that <laughs> a million times, but I love the Microsoft Pen that it has. That thing's amazing. Like, oh my goodness. I think I just need to get rid of Apple and <laughs> switch over. Apple needs to set the game up. It's not like Apple right now is just is losing customers. At least it's losing us. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're leaving. <laughs> they, 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 might, they might just end up with two less customers at this point because they're yes. not doing much. They're um, not. I mean, I don't not. really want to buy another tablet. That's the only thing. Like, I also bought the Magic Keyboard as soon as it came out. And that sucker was like $300. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did. The, I made the dumb mistake of buying the white one, and I think it's dirty now. So I'm just. Like, I did too. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> we paid two hundred dollars for something that's gonna get dirty and can't be cleaned properly. So now I'm just looking at it like this thing looks nasty, but I'm not gonna buy a new one. I could get a skin for it, but it's like that's that's it at this point. <laughs> um, right. I don't know what to do. Like, do we yeah. sell our Apple products? Like, is that what we need to do? Honestly, if I was to sell every app product I own, I'd probably make a fortune. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's looking, it's, it's looking very, like, enticing at this point. <laughs> it is. I think the only thing holding me back from, like, not moving completely to Android in terms of, like, having a phone and being my daily driver is social media. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing that's holding me back. But as soon as they become optimized, goodbye iPhone. Like, I will never look back. Yeah, that's 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 definitely one of the big things, like... Fix, fix, uh, fix Instagram, fix, uh, fix all those social media, make them better, and then you know what we talk. We ain't, we ain't, we we we'll be in discussion for completely getting rid of iPhones. <laughs> yeah, like that's the only thing. And I know they said that like the Samsung S twenty three lineup and like the S twenty were supposed to be optimized, but I haven't seen it. No yeah, one has said that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know a creator it. who only uses Android to create their content. It's not there yet. Uh, they, they, they lied. <laughs> oh. I figured. That's the only thing holding me back. I just know the day Apple switches over to our RCS, I'm gone. <laughs> this is it's probably why they're never going to do it. <laughs> they're never going to do it. Ever. They know better. 
because the amount of people who probably just straight up leave is probably a lot. Uh, so, right? Yeah. And it always feels like such a big deal. Like, people are like, oh my god, you're going to stop using Apple? Like, yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't need to keep doing this anymore. If they were smart, they would just put, make an app that can use FaceTime and iMessage on Android and just charge a, a subscription. No, we don't want another <laughs> subscription service. We don't, but, you know, Apple probably going to want to make, they have to make money somewhere, so they might as well just charge people for it. Make it like BlackBerry Messenger. I think they end up doing something like that, and people pay for it, so it, it I might, don't know. I don't know. I'm really surprised by this conversation. I'm actually like, concerned. <laughs> I got Apple's drawing me back in with the corporate mindset. Now I got to free myself for them again. I know. Um, you need to escape the cult. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. The cult is, is insane at this point. Oh, look at that. Hulu. This is just random, but it just got announced, I guess. Um, so we're already here. Disney Plus and Hulu are to combine into one app. And what? Yeah. I can't. That, that I'm is... so done. That's wait. How is that even possible? Because isn't Hulu split by like Disney some other companies? That's interesting. Right. That's uh, why that doesn't make any sense to me. How how are they? Whatever. Huh. It said okay. So it says streaming a single stream app will include both Hulu and Disney Plus, but Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus will still also be available as standalone services. That makes no sense. No, that but, I can't. I okay. can't keep up. Does this mean we have to pay less money? Like, <laughs> or more like they're gonna pay more money? You want both? <laughs> That's an upcharge. That's two, two services in one. I guess this is their way to combat HBO Max and Discovery Plus combining, but like that's such a different situation. Um, I don't think I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't think so either. Like, also, who's using Hulu? Like, we have it, but I don't really use it as much as I could. Yeah, same. Someone said by doing this, Disney is now forced to buy Comcast remaining shares at a cost of about $9 billion. Damn. And says, so, so don't worry, you'll be paying for this for the price increases on both services. <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. That's, that's I mean, when be... Disney Plus first came out, I was like, okay, this is revolutionary because, you know, they put movies in the vault and you mm-hmm. never see it again. But now I'm like, okay, I don't really use Disney Plus as much as I thought I would. Yeah, same. I don't, I don't, the only time I use Disney Plus was for Star Wars stuff. And that's it. I literally just watching Mandalorian or something else Star Wars related. Besides that, I don't like Disney Plus that much. I like Hulu, but I don't really like Disney Plus. So, um, not that I don't like it. I just don't think it's that, you know, of enticing package. No, uh, not at all. I mean, it's it's really just for, like, Disney fanatics. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Oh, that's, that's, that's such an interesting... That's really interesting to see that they're going to do that. Uh, I don't know if I like it, but, you know, it is what it is. And we don't get a choice. As yeah. consumers, they don't care. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just throw ESPN Plus and then just call it a day and <laughs> just make one super mega, super mega subscription service. But expect price increases for Disney Plus coming soon, I guess. <laughs> so there's there's that. Um, and another rumor I just recently saw is it looks like Apple working on some new Beat Studio Pro headphones. You know, that's a rumor. They don't need to new. They don't need to do that. <laughs> that's not necessary. I didn't know the stuff those, but you know. At this point, they should just take that team and just like switch it to like i like AirPods and just make a affordable AirPod Max, you know, that people it's can never actually buy. <laughs> so like, oh gosh, and, I and, still won't buy AirPod Maxes. It's been yeah. over a year. I will. I just refuse. That price tag is way too high. Yeah, I think in my video 
one of the two videos I made. I think I ended up recommending to the point that, quite honestly, if you're looking for noise cancer headphones, I would just get the Sony headphones because they work everywhere. They sound better on Android because of LDAC, but like, you're not missing out much by switching over by either one, you know? And right. with the AirPod Max, you could use it on other devices, but you lose a lot of features. So it's kind of Which like... Which is stupid. They're yeah. headphones. What fe- Like, you shouldn't lose features from headphones. Yeah, That's crazy. It makes it just makes no sense. But that's Apple for you. Um, so, yeah. So we have a lot of stuff coming up. This is summer. I guess the summer of tech is, is upon us soon. We got WWDC in a month or so. Uh, less than a month, I think, at this point. And then we also have, um, well, E3 is dead, but we have other stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, that surrounds I mean, Samsung, E3. Samsung, they're going to have their event. Oh, yeah, so. Samsung. So new foldables, new tablet probably. Um, that's going to come out later this summer. And yeah, we have, we have, uh, and then of course, by before we know it, it'll be iPhone season again. So Ugh, iPhone season, <laughs> please. Neither one of us are buying you iPhones. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, have the app. I'm, I'm on the app upgrade program, so I might just upgrade it, but you'll see. <laughs> you'll, you'll see. That's how they got you. You signed up for that program. Yeah. I, I regret it, but. We're here, and it looks like Apple might show off the long-awaited AR VR headset WWDC. So finally, we can see that, um, and I'm looking forward to that probably the most. Because I mean, I don't even care about that anymore. Oh, That's really? how bad Apple has done to me. Like, <laughs> I know you're the big whatever. fan. I don't oh, know. Wow. I think I'm more interested in seeing something revolutionary from Apple. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. Smart glasses. Hopefully, I really want those, but. I don't think they'll do that. I think Samsung will be first and then Google. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, at this point, Samsung probably is going to be first and Google. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm interested. I think, I don't know how this AR, VR headset is going to compete with like the Oculus or like dedicated gaming headsets, but I am interested to see what it's used for and what it does. Because mm-hmm. um, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I, I legit don't know. In like the gaming world, though. When you think gaming, you're not thinking Apple. Not like, at all. yeah, you can game on your Mac and your in your iPhone, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's it's definitely hundred percent not the same. Uh, so yeah, we see how they market this thing. I guess it's gonna be maybe like a productivity tool. I'm just interested to see how they do it. See how they so how this like works. Like a thousand dollars plus. Yeah. Interesting seeing that in that crazy ridiculous costs i'm sure it's gonna be way too expensive for the normal person to afford um <laughs> but they make anyway so we have a lot we have a lot to talk about in this upcoming season of a man-made tech podcast but for today that's gonna be our first episode back and we might be even doing some video episodes in the future i would love to do that and branch out um and you might see us on different social media platforms like tiktok and you know Instagram and stuff like that, YouTube. So (laughs) you'll see see us then. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. And we'll be signing off. See you next time.